Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about being a masterful producer, whether or not you want to transform something in your business, transform something in your personal life. Listen to this really powerful podcast that I have specially designed for you. And I want to make sure that you have a pen and a paper so that you're going to get some really valuable tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, as always, love to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first episode or you have been listening to multiple episodes. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button so as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to receive it immediately. And if we aren't friends on social, let's be friends. Find me at Twitter, Denise G. Lee, or on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee, where you'll receive inspiration, motivation, and tips to grow your personal brand and or service-based business. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you visit my website, DeniseGLee.com, where you can reach articles and find other resources to help elevate not just your mindset, but your money. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode. I was really on fire talking about this idea today because so often I see so many entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, people who just really want to make movement, but they don't really know how or where to start. And I believe that what I have to say is going to be a real game changer for you if you feel like you've been stuck doing the exact same thing over and over, or you know you need a change and just don't really know where to start. This is definitely one of those episodes that I know that no matter where you're at in your business or your personal journey, and anything that you're struggling with, this is going to help you give yourself a big, fresh new perspective. And as I said in the intro, I hope you have a pen and paper because this is definitely some things that I wish someone told me in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey and I learned it through trial and error and obviously through some mentorship but you can receive this information right now uh, without the pain and the heartache involved. I'm going to say all of them in in order right now and then we're going to break down each individual thing. Well first of all is Number one is be present in the moment. Number two is have a why beyond just the money. Break down things into the simplest of items. Four, eliminate the trash. And lastly, five, close out projects. So I'll just repeat them again. Be present in the moment. Have a why beyond just the money. Break down things into the simplest of items eliminate the trash and then lastly fill up yourself with things that of value so now let's talk about each individual one and obviously if i said something that really strikes a chord make sure that you email me at hello at deniseglee.com i want to continue the conversation i want to make sure that you're fully supported and not just listening to this alone because for a lot of us, this should be just the start and not the end of these type of personal development conversations. Okay, now let's talk about it. Number one is being present in the moment. Many years ago, I was listening to, I don't know, it was a book or reading something and it and it was about getting the results that you want. It was some type of productivity type of material. And anyway, 
a light bulb clicked in my mind is that all of us who want to have big goals accomplished in our business and our personal life, people like us who dream big and are unapologetic about the things that we want to do, have a tenacity about overreaching and looking way into the future about where we want to be instead of worrying about our present circumstances. In other words, think about the alphabet, you know, A, B, C to Z, right? We focus so often as in the beginning of our journey, the J, the K, the L, the the S, the T, instead of working on the things that are right in front of us, the A, B, Cs. I want you to think back and ask yourself, yes, you know, whatever thing that you want, seven figures, eight figures, nine figures, whatever that is, I want you to maybe tail it a little back and think to yourself, if you could have one thing that really matters most to you right now, that is realistic and attainable, what is it? And why does it matter? Because I think that for oftentimes, we reach too high for the stars, and we overreach and we get burned out and we get stressed and we never accomplish our goals because we feel so disappointed and disenchanted that we didn't reach the goals that we wanted and the time frame that we wanted. So I want to provide an antidote to that. I want us to actually scale things a little bit further back and think about the things are really attainable. What My mentor is a big, big fan of 90-day goals, where she chunks everything down to the smallest amount of things that needs to be done. And we'll talk a little bit more about how to do that later on in our time with one another today. But I just wanted to give the high-level overview that if you can think about what matters most to you right now, that ABC that's right in front of you, what is it and why? Because so often when we actually just break down and think about the simplest of things that is possible, it is easier to obtain it keeps us motivated it doesn't prevent us from overreaching it prevents us from not buying into a bunch of things or not spending our a lot of excess time that we don't really need to be spent and stay more focused on what is practical what is applicable and what is necessary more importantly for what we need to do right now in our business and or our personal life okay now let's talk about have a why just beyond the money. I definitely believe that in the beginning of our business, I know we've got to pay bills. A lot of us have to pay our bills. A lot of us have to just do things to support ourselves, pay off debts, whatever is really important. I'm not even talking about the the idea of buying a jet and sailing across the world. Let's not think about that. For a lot of us, when we started our business, we did it for a couple of reasons. We did it because we wanted time, freedom to run our schedule the way we wanted to run. We wanted to be location independent, that we didn't have to get up in a car and drive to a place that where we had to sit in a bunch of traffic or hang out around a bunch of people that we really didn't care about or doing work for people who didn't appreciate what we had to offer. So we wanted that time. We we wanted that location freedom. And more importantly, we wanted a sense of building out our own dreams. I'm hard-pressed to meet an entrepreneur that is on on this journey only 
beyond just the glitz and the glam because anyone who's run a business for longer longer than a minute has realized through trial and error that it is not easy running a business. There are some times, many times, where you feel like what you're doing is not making any headway and not making any sense. And that's why it's so important that I want to ask you to have your why beyond just the money, a why beyond just just the immediate need of trying to survive. Because what I realized in the all the years that I've been independent as a business owner is the reason why so many people ball out of their business, the reason why so many people aren't successful is that they become very easily discouraged because the things that they wanted did not appear in the time frame they wanted. And because of that, they just just decided, well, I guess entrepreneurship is not for me. I'm much safer, much more comfortable working for somebody else. And if that's you, that that's totally okay. I'm not sitting here and discrediting people who want to work for an employee. That's not the point I'm trying to make. But for a lot of us, we can still manifest our dreams if we have something that's beyond us. Perhaps we want to show our parents that we can still continue this wine making business or whatever that you want to impress upon your children or your community or perhaps you want to help another community that really needs your assistance and you realize through your business that this is the best way of helping people perhaps you want to employ people I was listening to a a podcast a while back and I was listening to this one gentleman who started this particular business of making these shoes and the shoes wasn't really the reason why he wanted to start the business. It was because he wanted to employ some women who were working in Rwanda, some women in Rwanda, give them a sense of, of, of pride and workmanship, a, obviously money to make so they can p- pay for their education and the shoes were just a medium that that they that he was using to help these women empower themselves. Now, I'm not saying that we all should do that kind of work where we're we're doing this directly to fund a particular people or group. I'm just giving you the example of having a why that supersedes you. Oftentimes, when we're always thinking about ourselves and our own immediate needs, and less on the bigger picture stuff. We tend to get short-sighted. We tend to get a little bit more discouraged easier because you, you and I, we can both admit that our minds can be fickle. There's one things that really mattered a lot to us before, but they don't really matter so much now. And we get exposed to different people. Life circumstances impact us, and we make shifts. We make pivots from different areas to another. And that's why it's so important that we cannot rely exclusively on our own immediate needs as the determining factor for why we run our business. And it can't be alone for, I just want to impress people and show them my stats. Although if that is your thing and you're unashamed about it, I mean, do you boo? Like, I'm not going to hate on you. But for a lot of us, that's not the only driving agent. So Ask yourself what that is. If you need to, 
actually, I shouldn't say I sh- you sh- if you need to, I highly encourage you to get a sheet of paper and write down exactly what three things really motivate you and drive you to continue working at this business, continue to work and push through those goals and explain to yourself why that really matters more than anything else. I don't want you to ignore that because there's going to be so many times that you're going to feel discouraged and you're going to feel that what you're doing is not moving the needle at all. But just like a rock is oftentimes destroyed after many, many hits and many mutter beats against the material, so is your goals will manifest after so many little hits against it. Like things will open up and you will see new possibilities, but that will only happen once you have a higher purpose and a higher calling that will push you through those rough spots. Because again, our minds are, we are trained as human beings to just give up at the sight of danger, to give up at moments of frustration because we we as human as animals as humans we want to find the easier softer path and when we're having a higher purpose beyond just our immediate self and our immediate needs we can rise above any of these challenging circumstances and difficulties okay now let's move on and talk about breaking things down into the simplest of items i know that i mentioned it earlier but let's dive into a little bit more in detail. When I say breaking down things into the simplest items, I I want to give a friendly analogy that I think all of us can relate to is when we are boiling an egg. Let's think about boiling an egg. So the end product is the boiled egg, right? But we know that egg doesn't boil itself. First, we need to acquire supplies. Obviously, we need a pot. And we need an egg, (laughs) and we need water, and we need a stove, and we need time, time for it to to heat out of the water. And we need to make sure that we have some type of timer, either I love these little egg timers that you can literally directly put into the boiling water, and it will tell you literally how cooked the egg is, whether or not soft or hard or whatever, or you can literally just put a timer on your watch or your clock or whatever and just have it start and then to your level of hardness that that you do like i'm just giving you an example of one way of just literally breaking everything down because for a lot of us the overwhelm happens because we're just trying to do everything all at once and we're not trying to break things down in the simplest simplest of tasks i'll give you a business example writing the email we don't have to write an email johnny on the spot right then and there When I work with my clients, I give them a really good framework so that they can have like a basic strip where they can plug and play, but obviously they insert their own words and they have the frame, they they have a little routine to help them plan out what they want to say, why they want to say it, and sending it off to their audience at certain time frames so that they don't have the stress and they don't have to worry about. You have to think about all the tasks that you have to do for your business. What can you do? How can you automate it? How can you make it as simple as humanly possible where it feels like a no-brainer? Once we break things down into the smallest opponents, like I'm a huge fan of templates. I'm a huge fan of having systems together so that even let's say we 
are sick or and we need to or we need to hire people and hand it off there is definitely stuff that they can pick up and run with and that's why i encourage all of you right now that i don't care if you're working by yourself right now get a a little sheet of paper and just write down all the major activities that you do as part of running your business you would be surprised how many little things that you do all the time that can easily be handed off to a virtual assistant it could be handed off to a a facebook ad manager or whatever you're doing in your business a lot of it can be handed off as appropriate and obviously as you acquire more resources i think for a lot of us the same pride that got us into starting our business is the same pride that prevents us from asking and reaching out for help. Trust and believe that as you gain more clients, make more sales, you're going to need help. And having a good idea of what you're doing and what needs to be done is going to help you make your life a lot easier. And obviously, the people that's going to be around you will not be running around with their heads cut off, confused as to what to do next or meeting expectations. And if you need to take a little weekend off and just write down everything that you need to do, then that's what you need to do. Do not wait until you feel overwhelmed to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help, but in the meanwhile, even if you don't have the funds, I think for a lot of us, we have the funds, but we don't ask for help because we're afraid and prideful that somebody will criticize us and they will... criticize the work that we're doing and I don't want you to do that at all but anyway the point I'm trying to make here is that for a lot of us we'd be better off if we have everything prepared in advance so that when the time comes we can easily and transfer everything off to somebody else okay now let's talk about eliminating the trash and This is definitely something that I wish that somebody told me a long, a long time ago, but I didn't really take it seriously. I was having this conversation with a client yesterday, and it was related to something that was going on in her business life that was really causing havoc in her personal life. And I told her, I said, there's no way that you can continue the way you're doing because it's not no longer just impacting how you run your business, but impacting how your kids interact with you. And something's got to give. This has to stop right now. A lot of us, we get into these habits where we do certain things, either holding grudges, we overwork on certain things that don't need to be done, or we don't give ourselves mental breaks, or you can fill in the blank. You probably can write off a couple of things right now that you know it's toxic, it's maladaptive, it's not helping you at any way whatsoever. And I would encourage you, I have a little list here, but probably there's much more, is to close out old projects or activities or tasks that no longer suit your business, no longer suit your life. For example, one of the things that I used to do was I used to have this spreadsheet that was tracking certain things that I was doing. And I realized that I already had a service that was automatically doing it as part of my program that I bought into. So me tracking this manually through a spreadsheet was redundant and it was unnecessary. That's an example. You can please like end these worthless activities. The other thing that you can do to help eliminate the trash is, is clean out the crap around your office or home. There is 
something about having a lot of clutter around your physical environment that can really impact your mental outlook. So if you can just make a habit once a week uh, and then obviously every month or so having a bigger deep cleaning that definitely will help your mind work a little bit more efficiently because I'm telling you when you're always surrounded by a lot of chaos and dysfunction and, and stuff around you whether you believe it or not is actually really negative on the mind and then I also just want you to if possible end some toxic relationships end it or put a distance around toxic relationships. These are business relationships. These are personal relationships. These are relationships where you've tried to enforce your boundaries. You've tried to affirm what you can and cannot do. They don't respect it. And literally, you're going to just basically saying, hey, look, I cannot continue interacting the way we are right now. Either we need to stop this relationship or you need to make some changes. And I know for some of you guys who are listening, you are people pleasers. And you don't like the idea of hurting people's feelings, but there's nothing good about hurting yourself in the name of not making another person feel bad. So I just want to encourage you to, if need be, end some toxic relationship. Now, lastly, I want to talk about the the other side. I want you to talk about filling up yourself with things that can give you mental mental, physical, and emotional good. It could be in the form of a support group. It could be in form of working with a coach like myself. It could be buying new things that inspire and motivate you. A couple of podcasts back, I was talking about this young lady who showed on Twitter her new room that her new sorry her new boarding room that she got um, that she has shared with another roommate and she took it from this drab very pathetic looking room that my goodness mirrored something that you would see in a prison and she glammed it up and with pillows and throw rugs and had really fun artwork and just made it really feel and put lamps and it just made it feel really nice and warm and I definitely believe that as she retires in the evening to study or to do whatever she is in a better frame of mind mentally than if she just kept everything the status quo or just only did the bare minimum just put some sheets and obviously filled her books that that will change your mind once you have some ambiance in it and if you're not one of those people who are like you know what denise i don't know what ambiance is i don't know what you're talking about go on pinterest get yourself a little board and write like your office your bedroom or whatever room that you know needs an upgrade Invest in some really nice sheets or pillows. Get yourself some new stationery. For some of you guys, you need to buy a new computer. You're working on an old computer, and I know you have the money for a new computer. Go get yourself a new computer if you're finding that it takes 20 minutes to up, like to reboot your computer or do whatever. A lot of us, we need to refresh and do certain things because even though we feel like, ah, we don't need it, we can get by, it's actually hurting us in subtle little ways. And I want to encourage you that in order for you to really have any success, not just in your business, but in your life in general, you have to always continue to invest in yourself. So invest in yourself mentally, invest in yourself emotionally, 
invest in yourself physically. One of the things I always tell my clients is we all, I have them all do some form of guided journaling exercises to help them really get more in touch with themselves and really in touch with who they are and what they want to, what they want to accomplish. And that's been helping them make a lot of breakthroughs. You have to work through whatever system that makes sense for you. But I'll say that once you're really intentional about improving your mental, mental, physical, and emotional space, you will be amazed at the things that you can birth from your mind. You will find yourself being extremely creative and just making really a lot of leaps and bounds professionally, emotionally. Well, let me repeat everything that we've got. We discussed, sorry during our time with one another about being masterful um, at just success and productivity is we talked about being present in the moment, focus on those A, B, and Cs, not those D, Fs, and Gs, and me making everything as easy as sim- and simple as possible. And actually, that was the, I talked about a little later, is breaking things down into the simplest of things. I gave the example of the egg, but you think about for your life what you can do that can really break things down. I talked about the why beyond just the money. There has to be something that's bigger and broader than you. It could be for your community, for your friends, your family. Just think about something that is bigger beyond yourself because we are fickle and we can change our minds at the drop of our dime. So having things that are beyond us can help us motivated. We also talked about Closing out the crap or closing out the, the, the stuff that's not working in our lives, putting an end to toxic relationships, ending worthless activities, understanding what does not make sense and either eliminate it or find a way to improve it. And lastly, we talked about filling up your space with things of value, improving your mental, your physical and emotional outlook. I personally am a big proponent of having mentorship. I have a mentor myself. You can join a support group. I highly encourage you to take a look around your environment, see if you can amp it up or make it look a little bit more presentable to help improve your mental outlook. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that these tips were really helpful. Please let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisheelee.com if you've really been loving it. And if you definitely want to help somebody else, make sure that you follow me on socials and also you forward this episode to someone you believe can really benefit. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.